This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Building the future on the field and in Jack London Square. It's now time to go inside the bill for an in-depth look at what it takes to build the most unique and creative ballpark in sports history. This is the build. Dave Cavill joins us here on A's Cast Live. Dave, how are you? I'm doing great. Getting excited for spring training. Get the season started. I mean, in that, I mean, Wednesday, once we see everybody out, the pitchers and catchers out on the field, just how great is that going to be? Oh, it's going to be incredible, especially this year where, you know, we're on pace to, to have some fans back in the seats and, you know, just really get back to some sense of normalcy, you know, just to get it started and going. It couldn't feel any better. Yeah, we're soon going to have tickets go on sale for spring training games. And, you know, you guys are going to do everything you can for, for, for people, the healthcare workers. You're going to let them in free. I, I just think it's going to be so refreshing for people to actually be able to go to a game and watch baseball. I mean, I think the thing is, is like when you lose something, you realize how much you miss it. And I think that really happened last year where, you know, obviously it was nice to have the games on TV, but. Uh, not having the folks there in person and even for the players, not having the fans, you know, I think that had a real impact. So I think it'll be a great sense of gratitude and appreciation that'll come with the season and, and with spring training. So knowing you were coming on today, the other day I was thinking about you because I went to the Costco over by the San Jose airport. And so that meant you got to go by a via stadium to get to that Costco. And it's yes, just- right there. Yeah, yeah, it's just the reality is, Dave, it is hard to build in the state of California. Well, there's a lot of moving pieces and, you know, there's state level approvals and county and city and environmental quality. But, you know, you have to jump through all those hurdles or hoops to, to make it happen. And, you know, this week we, we got through a couple of more of those hurdles, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it happened with the Sacramento Kings. It happened with the Rams and the Chargers. I mean, it's just it's 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 hard to build, but you just keep winning. I that's kind of feel good as as you won again. And talk about AB seven thirty four. Well, this is something we you know we got this legislation back in two thousand eighteen, uh, and Mayor Schaff, as well as the governor and Rob Bonta, our assemblyman. We all worked very hard to make that happen and got a pass on the last day of the legislature. Um, and then, you know, we really needed to get it certified by the governor before we could move forward. And so uh, the lawsuit came up from the shipping concerns and Schnitzer Steel, and that held us up for a year, but we won in court. And no more than 48 hours later, the governor signed the certification, and now we can release the draft EIR, which is just a, a huge step in this process and something that obviously we've been pushing forward uh, for several years now. And Gavin Newsom is a big baseball guy, played at Santa Clara. And uh, I know he's had, you've had his support. Just talk about what Gavin Newsom has been able to help you with. 
Well, he's obviously helped with the state approvals and signing the certification and uh, just in general being an advocate for the project and everything that it can bring to to the East Bay. And, you know, he is a big baseball fan. And, you know, I invited him to maybe take some some cuts out there, maybe in BP or something like that. Can you know, see how good he is still, you know, see how he, he has warning track power. If he can get it over the wall, we'll see. But uh, but it's obviously great having that support in the governor's office. Yeah. And then I just think about, you know, so many people supporting this project because they understand, you know, with, with the Warriors going to San Francisco, the Raiders going to Las Vegas, the A's are it. I mean, this is it for Oakland and professional sports. And and, and I think everybody really now, would you, would you say everybody now really gets it? Well, I think it just comes right now. I think I'm feeling more and more momentum around that, but I think it really comes down to the city council this year. You know, they're going to have to vote on the final environmental impact report. They're going to have to vote on the economic package that we've already presented to the city staff. It's in the balls in their court. And so, you know, there's going to be a really big vote later this year on this project up or down, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure it's an affirmative vote. So then we could really move forward with a groundbreaking and, you know, really track to, to a date of, of opening the ballpark that, you know, we can fully commit to and people can realize it is going to definitely happen. Is there anything A's fans can do to help you? Well, obviously, if you're an Oakland resident, contacting your city council member, either, you know, at the at-large uh, person who's Rebecca Kaplan or your specific district um, matters because, you know, they're the ones that are going to take this up. The city obviously has a lot of conflicting priorities uh, from public safety to environmental justice to economic development. And we just want to make sure that the ballpark and our multi-billion dollar investment in this privately financed stadium is going to be something that's, you know, near the top of that list, because I think it can address a lot of the challenges our community has and do it in a way that is, you know, kind of in a, in a positive fashion and a responsible fashion for Oakland. You know, Dave, traveling around and you go to a lot of these, you know, these arenas, these stadiums, these ballparks, it, you know, we've seen it in San Francisco. We've seen it in San Diego. We've seen it in Colorado. I mean, you go to these places and you build these ballparks and it's amazing the businesses that pop up around these ballparks and arenas that create so many jobs, which once we get out of this pandemic, we're going to need a lot of jobs in California and especially in the East Bay. I mean, this is $7 billion in economic impact, 6,000 permanent jobs. Uh, most of the jobs are union jobs. You know, these are living wage jobs. You know, this, this is the kind of thing that can really transform, um, you know, kind of the workforce side and allow people to have opportunities that, you know, maybe didn't exist before. And that's going to be important. And that can be done at the same time as, you know, protecting a thriving port. You know, they're, they're not mutually exclusive. You hear that sometimes from our opponents saying that it's going to shut down the port of Oakland. But, you know, it's just, that's just not factually accurate. These two things can coexist. And it can be additive to the area and really create Jack London Square as an entertainment destination that um, it's really, that's the vision for it that has never been achieved, but hopefully this can put it over the top. Yeah, and what this will mean for the franchise to get a new ballpark and it'll be beautiful. And I just, uh, we're we're all very, very excited. Um, Getting back to the Coliseum and vaccinating people and, you know, saving lives is, is still a big priority. Where are we with that, with the government and the Coliseum and starting to get people vaccinated? Well, I was out there today and I was with some of the FEMA folks and the California 
Office of Emergency Management, and they are, and it, it was a big rainstorm last night, so luckily they had all the tents up, um, but they're doing all the training, and they're doing the dry run today and tomorrow, and, you know, the vaccine is, is going to be, you know, rolling out um, early next week. I think the first day is the, is the 16th, and we can do, you know, starting out with 6,000 doses a day, and it's all, it's all federal um, sourcing of the vaccine, so it's, basically vaccine dosage that weren't going to be coming to the Bay Area without this location. So that's a, that's a big deal. You know, it's, it's, it's obviously difficult to set up a mass vaccination center. It's harder getting access to vaccine. And so that's why having FEMA, having the Biden administration and the governor and all of us working together to source that and create basically the first federal site in the United States at the Coliseum is, is a great accomplishment and one that's going to really help our community. Doesn't this just show how major league franchises can do so much for communities and help beyond just the entertainment factor. It, as you know, Danny, it's bigger than baseball. I mean, this is, this is something that um, gets to the core thing, people's health and their safety and ensuring that they can have the hope of being vaccinated. I and, mean, especially for, um, you know, the folks who live in or, in and around the Coliseum area, you know, community of color that has been really negatively affected by the, the pandemic, both from a health perspective and, and also economically, making sure those folks can come down, it's so close, make an appointment and get vaccinated, you know, starting next week, that's huge. And, you know, this is where baseball teams, you know, become more of a community asset and partner, obviously, with, with the city and the state and the federal government um, to have this type of success. What's the number one thing you're looking forward to with the 2021 season in the Oakland A's? I think it's really having the fans back in the seats. You know, I think, you know, last year was such an unusual year. You know, I really enjoy interacting with fans at the ballpark. And, you know, I'm hopeful that, you know, we can get fans back. Obviously, this season will probably start in a socially distanced way. But over time, you know, potentially back to just the way, the way it was, you know, with a full, you know, full house you know the last game we had there as you remember was 55,000 people for the game against Tampa Bay the the wild card game so you know we want to get back to those days we want to do it in a safe way but we want to do it as soon as we possibly can because that'll be a great moment and it'll kind of show that the pandemic is behind us yeah last year we were just watching you hanging out with teddy bears I'm telling you, that was that. They're not very talkative, those teddy bears, as you know. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, I I thought the cardboard cutouts. I mean, it was cool, but yeah, ready ready to get fans back. And I gotta think. I mean, if there's any place you can social distance, I mean, the Coliseum has to be one of the best places in sports. Oh, it's fantastic! I mean, we have all the space, and it's all outside, and. You know, it's not dissimilar to outdoor dining or something like that that's already allowed. So, so you know, we're working with the state and also with the county officials to roll out a plan that makes sense. There already is um, an agreed-upon framework to allow 20% capacity for outdoor spectator sports in the orange tier. Now, we're still in the purple tier in Alameda County, but, you know, as, as the cases continue to wane, hopefully we can get there um, as soon as possible. You know, we as baseball fans, we know that 
our game has not been the most flexible game uh, in the history of professional sports. But lately, under Rob Manfred, the commissioner, who's been on our program a couple times, I really applaud how he's been flexible. And he's been willing to make changes, and sometimes you got to make changes on the fly. You're around it more than anybody else. Just talk about how baseball has gotten progressive for the first time probably ever. Well, I think it's it's been a, a symptom of the situation we're in and how we've had to try new things, whether it's putting a runner on second base and extra innings or seven inning double headers or, you know, obviously last year we had universal DH, you know, looking at these different ways to adapt the game um, to respond to the existing conditions, but also generate more excitement for fans, for younger fans and, and do it in a way that doesn't, isn't so much of a departure from the core of the game that it alienates, you know, the existing fan base. So it's like, if you're walking a fine line, I think traditionally we'd been very slow in adopting these things. And it's been great to see Rob and the commissioner's office, you know, push harder to try, try new things and be open and pragmatic about how we approach it. You know, let, let's end on this. Your, your staff and people who work around the A's, I think of Renetti, uh, I think of Mickey, I think of all these guys that have been affected and have their jobs kind of change. And the fact that you guys have made it work, I, th- I think you have to be very proud of your staff and the people under you and how, what they've been able to accomplish during these horrific times. Yeah, it's been something that, you know, you can go an entire lifetime and never have to manage through something as challenging um, both operationally and also just mentally, you know, just all the changes, you know, people concerned about their own personal health or their family's health, you know, people in our organization who've, who've gotten COVID, there's been many, you know, some have, have passed away, unfortunately, and tragically. And so all those things have weighed on people. And, you know, I think the resiliency that everyone has showed to get through that and really coming together like a family has really been critical because without that, we would have never made it. Well, congratulations on another victory, and we got baseball right around the corner. This is the best time of the year, spring training pitchers and catchers, so I know you've worked very hard. Enjoy yourself for a little bit, too. Well, thank you, my friend. We're taking it one day at a time. I'm looking forward to being in Arizona next week. Take care and be safe. You too, my friend. Dave Cavill, the president of your organization. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.